So the agent's job is to take you on as a client. They work on your book proposal sometimes a little bit to refine it, to get it in optimal shape, to pitch to publishers. And then the agent typically will send out your proposal to a multitude of editors at publishing houses. So on average, I would say, in my experience working with agents, they're going to send your proposal to around 25 to 30 possible editors at various publishing houses, as well as those imprints, the the smaller publishing houses that come under some of those bigger houses. Write the world-changing book that will help grow your personal brand and your business as it makes the world a better place. Welcome to the Author's Corner, hosted by Robin Colucci. Every episode, we bring you some of the most successful authors, as well as other industry experts, to share some inspiration, motivation, tactical strategy, and fun. We'll also talk about the challenges and trends in the publishing industry. Don't get stuck in the idea phase. Join the Author's Corner today. Start writing the book you've dreamed about. Hello and welcome to the Author's Corner. I am your host, Robin Colucci, and today is another Robin's Riff. And the topic for the Riff today is something that a lot of people are looking for answers to, and that is how much does a literary agent cost? Well, the short answer is we hope that a literary agent costs a lot. But before I explain to you why, be sure to listen to the entire episode because at the end, I'm going to tell you some things to watch out for when you choose a literary agent. All right, now back to what a literary agent costs when everything is cool. So literary agents today are paid a 15% commission on whatever you earn from your book sales. This is non-negotiable, so don't even try to get them down to 14%. That's the industry standard, and no agent's going to go below that. So let's look at briefly here, what are the four key ways you can earn money from book sales, right? Because this is the only way a legitimate literary agent gets paid, is through the money that's earned from selling your books. So the first way is what we call an advance on royalties, and this is paid by the publisher when you are offered a traditional book deal. So the agent's job is to take you on as a client. They work on your book proposal sometimes a little bit to refine it, to get it in optimal shape, to pitch to publishers. And then the agent typically will send out your proposal to a multitude of editors at publishing houses. So on average, I would say, in my experience working with agents, they're going to send your proposal to around 25 to 30 possible editors at various publishing houses, as well as those imprints, the the smaller publishing houses that come under some of those bigger houses, is to help you get that initial book deal with a traditional publisher who's going to pay you an advance. And that is often the largest chunk of money that an agent or the author sees from this transaction, because the advance is based on the publishing house's estimate of how much money they think your book will bring in. So how many copies of your book do they believe that you will sell? 
and how they figure that out and, and all of that is the subject of a different riff. So we'll just keep talking about this idea of what an agent costs. So they're going to take 15% of that initial advance on royalties. Now, the other way that money comes in from book sales is the royalties earned on the book sales once you have earned out your advance. So the term earning out your advance is a publishing term that means just what it sounds like. You have sold enough copies to the point where the publisher has received back the money that they advanced to you as royalties that were expected royalties. And so once that bar has been met, then what kicks in is you get your usually 10% royalty on all the future sales past that. So that's what it means to earn out your advance. The third way you earn money from book sales is royalties of the sale of your book in other formats. So this could be Audible, this could be an ebook format, and this could also be the sale of film rights. And so these are all items that are typically negotiated in a book deal conversation between the agent and the prospective publisher. So typically in a book deal, you're not just signing over the license for them to publish in every format. Each possible format could contain its own negotiation. It all comes down to one contract, but each of these are line items that have room for negotiation, potentially. Hi there, Robin here. Have you been considering writing a thought leadership book that grows your business? How about writing a quality standout book with a real book publishing deal behind it that not only grows your business, but also grows your influence and reach? In case you're new to the author's corner, my name is Robin Colucci, and I help world-class experts write world-changing books and get them published. With over 30 years in the publishing industry, I've helped clients write and publish books with Big Five and other top publishing houses. Many have gone on to become New York Times, Amazon, and Wall Street Journal, as well as USA Today bestsellers. And others have increased their business income by 600 times or more as a result of their book being out in the world and the partnering work that they did with me and my team. If you are a top-notch expert who is ready to write your world-changing book, go ahead and book a free consultation call with my team today. We have a limited number of spots available, and we only take clients who are committed to the process and want to get their book started now. If that sounds like you, go to www.robincolucci.com forward slash application. Go ahead and fill out the application form to be considered for one of our exclusive spots. Again, the link is www.robincolucci.com forward slash application. Now, back to the show. The fourth way that you can earn money from book sales is royalties from book sales in other markets. We call this, in publishing, we call this world rights because what we're really talking about is selling the rights to publish to other publishers around the world who may translate your book into other languages or, you know, maybe just still publish it. Like if a British press buys it, they're going to publish it in English. But if you sell it to a Korean market or you sell it to a Spanish market or you sell it anywhere that is non-English speaking, then that publisher there 
is purchasing the rights to publish. And these are these are also important things for you to be aware of as you navigate the space of traditional publishing. Because one thing you want to watch out for, especially if you don't happen to have an agent and you're ne negotiating directly with a traditional publisher or a hybrid publisher, something that you should be aware of is that you do not have to sign over their right to publish your book in every format, in every country, in every language, and not pay you anything extra. And a lot of these contracts I've seen, they try to do exactly that. So that's probably another topic for yet another riff. So I won't go too deeply into that right now, but do know that each of these is a separate item and each of these are things that your literary agent's job is to try to negotiate the best deal that they can for you. And they will take 15% of every sale that is made once that deal is in place in perpetuity forever and ever, as long as your book is available. So I believe you can see by now why I say I hope your literary agent costs a lot because a legitimate literary agent only gets paid based on the books that you sell or the, the deal that you are able to negotiate for the books that the publisher hopes that you will sell. And that is the only way a legitimate literary agent gets paid. So now we're, we're going to get right into what to watch out for, because for some people who put up their shingle as a literary agent, they're not playing by the rules. So if someone offers to represent you as your literary agent and then asks you to pay them up front for coaching services, I'm doing air quotes right now, or manuscript review, more air quotes, or to help with your book proposal, beware. It's not necessarily a nefarious thing, but it really depends on how they offer this to you. So pay close attention here. Charging clients up front, if you're a literary agent, if you're going to charge someone up front for coaching or proposal review or anything that's involved with helping you get a book deal besides direct expenses, like for making copies or something, right, or maybe taking a taxi somewhere. And then if on top of that, they're also taking a commission on your book sales in perpetuity, this is considered double dipping and in the industry, it's considered unethical behavior. So there is an organization called the Association of American Literary Agents, and they set the professional standards for all literary agents in the U.S. And their standards clearly state, and I'm paraphrasing, that charging clients or potential clients for reading and evaluating literary works is subject to serious abuse. If an agent renders such services to you before you're a client, they must make it clear in writing that these services do not imply that the agent will represent you once you have cleaned up that literary work or at any time. If an agent does end up signing you and pay, pay really close attention to this one, this is an important one, they must return to you all fees you paid them before they took you on as a client. This is explicit and clear. If somebody is claiming to be a literary agent, they charge you for coaching, then they sign you as a client, and they hold on to that money that you paid for coaching, they are in violation of the AALA Code of Ethics. And members of the AALA are beholden to meet those standards, or they risk losing their membership. Now, I am not saying that only AALA members are ethical agents. You can be a very ethical literary agent and not be a member of the AALA. But what I do want you to recognize is that before you go looking for an agent, 
you should know the industry standards for how they are supposed to behave. And so you can find the AALA's entire canon of ethics online at aalitagents.org forward slash canon of ethics. And canon of ethics has the, the hyphen. So it's canon hyphen of hyphen ethics. I will put the link in the show notes as well so you can find it easily. And in short, listen, I hope that your literary agent costs a lot of money because that means if you have a legit agent, whatever you paid them, you got 85% above that. And that is really good news. So I want to thank you for listening now that we have reached 120 episodes. Now, you will not want to miss the first episode of our upcoming season because we are kicking off our season with an interview with Matt Holt, who is the editor-in-chief of Matt Holt Books, which is an imprint of Ben Bella Books, which is one of the most important independent presses in our world today. So this is not to be missed. And be well over the next couple of weeks. And I look forward to seeing you back here at the Author's Corner on October 12th. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of The Author's Corner. You're one step closer to writing the world-changing book you've dreamed about for years. To access today's show notes and other helpful resources, simply visit our website at theauthorscorner.com. A positive review would be appreciated. Until next time.